0: Hello, this is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from my Spiritual Psychology Masterclass. This is an online webinar classroom where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Enjoy what you listen to, and I'll check in with you again when you're done. I want you to jump down to a stunning element in this story of First Nephi chapter 4 that even when I was reviewing it this time, it was a little shocking to me. I think I've got it put into the lesson manual. To build trust, you must be trustworthy. I want you to take just a second to think about not being Lehi and not being um, Nephi and not being Moses, but being the person who is watching them do what they do. You're down there at the bottom of the mountain and Moses comes down from the mountain and he's been gone for an unknown length of time, long enough for it to almost become irritating. Lehi comes up with this really great idea. Uh, let's abandon all everything we own in Jerusalem and go out into the wilderness for an unknown length of time to an unknown, unknown location. Imagine being someone like a, a Nephi's brother or some guy down the street or some lady down the street. And you're looking at Nephi and he starts bending down to grab uh, Laban's head and hack his head off. And you're like going, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, now I want you to look at one more story. Zoram, uh, the uh, servant that helped. So now imagine being Zoram and you're walking out of the city um, with a guy who turns out to be a liar because he lied to you. He turns out to be deceitful because he tricked you. You find out that he's also a murderer, that he just finished killing Laban. All right. And now he's taking you to the edge of the city. And when you realize who he is and what he's done, you're like, ah, and you start running away. The guy tackles you to the ground and says, yo, dude, no worries. You can trust me. I just finished lying to you. I just finished deceiving you. And I just killed someone. Uh, I promise with an oath. So this is verses 33 and 34. I promise you with an oath that you need not fear. Don't worry. You're in good hands. That he should feel she should be a free man. And if he would go with this into the wilderness. And I also spake to him saying, surely the Lord has commanded us to do this. Dude, God told us to chop off that guy's head and deceive you and rob you of your brass plates. Shall we not be diligent in keeping the commandments? Therefore, uh, if we will go down to the wilderness, my father shall, um, thou shalt have a place with us. Pretend you're Zoram for a second. What would it take for you to trust this guy? All right. What did Nephi have with him that gave Zoram a reason to trust him? And let's take this back a step. Why did they trust Lehi? Why are they trusting these people with fascinating revelations? Anyone have any thoughts on this? We have the Holy Ghost who is there to give a second witness of what they're doing and what they're saying. It appears, uh, confirms the truth of all things. Thank you. I'm pretty dang sure that Nephi did not build his integrity in one day. We need to make some assumptions that Lehi had been building and demonstrating his spiritual integrity for years, years, years. We don't get enough information about Soraya's psychology. Some people assume Soraya's a brainless wife who just goes wherever her husband takes her. Okay, let's go into the wilderness. Okay, let's send the boys back to get the brass plates. Okay, I don't think for myself. Ladies, could you keep your boys from going back for the brass plates if you didn't agree with Lehi? Lehigh? You would tackle Lehi, duct tape him, throw him behind a bush, and say, I don't know what happened to your father. I, he just some plans must have changed. I don't know what's going on here. There's no way that Zoram was going to believe Nephi unless he had spiritual integrity. There's no way that Sariah was going to follow Lehi into the forest unless he had spiritual integrity. Okay, so this is my challenge for you all right you've got to establish your spiritual integrity by small and simple things i do know it's a stretch for my comfort zone to include god in the conversation when i'm trying to preside with my family i'm sad to report it's a little easier at the office than it is at home to say You know what? I feel inspired to pursue this idea. I feel like this is a nudge from God. I feel like this is the correct way to go. But when people can see, Cody and I were having a conversation yesterday about the difference between being a charismatic leader and a spiritual leader. Charismatic leader can inspire people to do things based on his own energy, based on his own enthusiasm. But a spiritual leader keeps tying things into the inspiration revelation from God. So I invite you to study President Nelson's talk from the most recent conference on faith and building faith like a mustard seed to keep growing and growing, growing. And might I add, one of the things he emphasizes is you're not going to know if you're being guided correctly at first. You can't wait until you know. Faith is not to have a knowledge of things. You have to act upon principles because they appear to be good because you believe not because you know and please get the courage to be open to revelations that other people are may not agree with or may be confused by at first hello maurice harker here again you've just finished listening to a clip From the Spiritual Psychology Masterclass, where you learn to harvest vital, life changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Please continue listening to the other podcast episodes where you will have access to many, many more principles. But when you're ready for a big, thick chunk of this educational material, please uh, follow the link that's attached to the text connected to this podcast. And you will be given instructions on how to register for the class where you can spend an hour each week sitting with me and learning how to harvest psychology from the words of the prophets. I look forward to seeing you then.